You're listening to The Couplehood Podcast, a podcast designed for parents who want to keep their romantic relationships thriving and build their most intentional life. I'm your host, Allison Villa, psychotherapist and relationship expert. Hello, and welcome back to The Couplehood Podcast. Today, I am going to address a pretty hot topic, which is how to manage COVID conflicts. And what I mean about that is I'm talking about how do you respect differences and keep relationships intact. So it's not necessarily about being in conflict, but having differences in your lens or experience of COVID. The truth is that COVID is straining relationships because there is so much uncertainty around us. That puts us in a state of stress. So at the very end of this episode, I'm going to give you three action items, three ways to reflect and move forward. So I encourage you to stick around until the end. Now, your time and energy is really, really precious. And as I'm recording this, we are about 14 or 15 months into the pandemic and a lot of people are feeling exhausted, having pandemic fatigue. There's a lot of things that we thought would be better and they're not and your kids may be home doing online schooling, not having daycare access, right? There's just so many things that have been ongoing and so it's really natural to you know, everything feels a little bit heavier. And so your energy and your time is extra precious right now. And what I want you to keep in mind during this episode is how to be intentional with your precious time and energy. And the first thing you need to do is you need to think about who are those primary relationships in your life that matter the most to you. So even the people who might have a differing opinion on COVID than you, who are those people who matter enough to you that you want to work on keeping that relationship intact? I mean, the obvious ones are with your partner. You know, if you and your partner are not aligned on what's going on or have a different experience, then obviously your energy, yes, needs to go towards each other. It might be a family member. It might be a really, really dear friend who you don't want to lose that friendship, right? And you might be saying, well, Alison, I don't want to lose any friendships. I want all of my relationships to stay intact. And I need to give you some tough love and be honest that there is going to be a lot of grief, a lot of changing in our relationships. And the truth is that some relationships will not remain intact or they will change from what they used to be, okay? And you can still love people from afar. I've said this before, and I mean that in the spiritual sense and also in the physical sense that you can still hold somebody in your heart with love even if you don't see them as frequently, even if the way your relationship looks is not the way it has been for a long time, right? You can still hold love for each other. So that's really important. So getting back to today and those primary relationships that I do want to help you maintain connection with, I want you to get back to who are those primary relationships for you? Who do you want to spend your precious time and energy maintaining those relationships? So that's number one. Once you're clear on that, 
Number two is being able to communicate with each other. And as you know, from episode six and seven of couplehood, we need to have two parts to communication. Number one is expressing how you feel in the communication. And then number two is listening. Okay. So those relationships that really matter to you, this is how you need to approach those conversations, right? First, you need to express how you feel and why. And I really recommend using the magic phrase. I'll remind you what that is. So the magic phrase is when you do X, it makes me feel Y. So I'll fill in the blanks for you as an example. When you wear a mask, it makes me feel more comfortable being around you. Another version of that. When you wear a mask, it makes me feel disconnected from you because I can't see your facial expressions. So I intentionally chose, you know, very opposing views. And that's the whole point, right? Is that you are allowed to have a reaction to someone else's action, but it's not to say that you're shaming them or blaming them for that action. This is really, really important. This is why the magic phrase takes that shame and blame out. It's saying, you know, when you do this, it has this effect on me, or it might not even be about each other's actions specifically. In this case with COVID, it might be, you know, when this is happening in the world around me, this is how it makes me feel right? And having those conversations, being able to be honest with each other about, yeah, how is all of this impacting you? So that's the first piece is expressing how you feel. And then the other piece that is so, so essential and keeps you in connection. This is the most, I would say probably the most important one is listening actively, right? Listen to understand each other, not to reply. And right now during this time when there is so much uncertainty, we really want to hold on to ideas that make us feel like, okay, this is going to make sense because this is the current research and this is what this is telling me. But the truth is there is so much new knowledge coming out every single day that we might hang on to that one piece of something and in a year or even a few months, that piece of something might change and evolve. So it's really important for us to really listen to each other to understand more deeply and not to reply and try to convince, right? You know this from the listening episode, right? When we listen to reply, it makes the other person not feel heard. And what does that do to your relationship? It makes you feel not safe and secure in that relationship. And so in these primary relationships that you are intentionally choosing, right, to keep intact and maintain even through different perspectives and hardships, you need to show each other that you understand. Even though you might not share the same views or have exactly the same experience, you understand each other. I cannot emphasize this enough. I also want to add that as a psychotherapist, obviously in my private practice, I hold space for so many different types of experiences and especially with COVID. And I have my own lens and my own views, which obviously I don't share here and I don't share with my private clients, but I can hold my own truth and also really completely understand why people are at either end of the spectrum, right? And this is my wish for humanity is that we can really hold that space and understand like, okay, yeah, I understand why this perspective is really important to you and why you have that specific fear. And then I can go to the other end of the spectrum because I'm hearing real life experiences from people and I understand why they've gotten to that place, right? So 
This is my wish for humanity is that we can all hold space in that way and understand each other and have empathy and still hold those differences and be respectful. It's not an easy thing to do, but I mean, it just happens that this is what I do with my work, but I really feel like this type of approach to what's happening in the world will help us all as humans stay in connection with each other instead of being divided, which sadly we are seeing so, so much of. So the next step for you in those primary relationships that you really want to remain intact and strong throughout all of this is to then set loving boundaries. And if you've heard me talk about boundaries before, you know that boundaries are the ultimate act of love, right? When you express to somebody like, this is my line in the sand and this is what makes me feel okay, that means that hopefully because you've been so loving and open with each other, they don't cross that line And then what happens usually when somebody crosses a boundary line, that's when you feel resentment towards that person. So when you each are creating a boundary, it helps you to avoid resentment, avoid conflict, avoid misunderstanding and miscommunication, right? So the first step to setting loving boundaries is first checking in with yourself, right? How do you feel when you're in touch with this person? Is it really tense? Like what is happening in your body, in your mind? Because at the end of the day, your time and energy is the most important thing, right? Your self-love needs to come first for the well-being of you and your relationship and your family and beyond, right? So check in with yourself. Like maybe, yes, I'm going to use a sister as an example. Maybe you have a sister and you have different views on what's going on and You want to maintain that connection with her, but maybe you would feel better if you didn't talk to her as frequently, right? I'm not suggesting that you avoid because avoidance creates space and rupture in a relationship. So it's not to avoid, but it is to check in with yourself on your own boundaries. Maybe you don't talk every other day because it's taking up too much of your precious energy. Maybe you talk once a week, right? Check in with yourself first about what feels good for you, your own personal boundaries. And then when you are chatting with them about, okay, yeah, like what is our next visit going to look like? Maybe you find a compromise and that looks like you going for a hike in nature, right? So that you're not going in somebody's home or everybody has their own different comfort levels. So what is the compromise in that specific relationship? What does that look like for both of you? Remember that we are living with uncertainty right now. This is part of why this particular time is so challenging, right? We've never lived with this amount of uncertainty and that is completely unsettling. It's like having the rug pulled out from under you, right? So we're living through history and we all need to be gentle with ourselves, to be gentle with others and the people in our life. So here are your three action steps. Is Number one is who are your primary relationships, the people that you want to keep in contact with, right? Which relationships do you want to nurture? Okay. And it should come with ease, right? For you knowing which people those are. It's not going to be everybody, like I said, but choose those three, four, five relationships that are your primary relationships that you know you want to spend your very precious time and energy on. Okay. Number two is Put into practice expressing yourself using that magic phrase and then also 
listening actively, right? Listening to understand. That is the such the important piece that keeps you feeling connected is when you feel heard and understood by someone and they feel that way by you as well, all right? And number three is set those loving boundaries. All right, you guys. I know this is a tender topic and there's a lot of different nuances and details, but I hope this has helped you have some clarity and some tools to move forwards in those relationships that are truly meaningful for you. All right, sending you so much love and we'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Couplehood Podcast. It says so much about you that you're carving out this time for yourself and for your relationship. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Head over to alisonvilla.com to learn more. A special shout out to my podcast editor, Emily Millane from theultimatecreative.com. You are a rock star. All right, you guys, until next time, I'm Allison Villa wishing you love on your couplehood journey.